Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Mario Paganini with Stored. Welcome, Mario. Yeah, thank you, Lee. Uh, thrilled to be here and uh, looking forward to chatting with you. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Stored. How are you serving folks? Yeah, absolutely. So Stored is a supply chain services and technology company. And, you know, that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook. So really what we do is we take all of the physical pieces that any business is going to need for their physical supply chain. So their freight shipping, warehousing, parcel fulfillment, last mile shipping, we combine all of those services along with a technology platform that allows a business to monitor the activity across all those services, across their entire supply chain, all in one platform. So a business, when they plug into Stored, they get access to visibility across their entire supply chain, as well as the ability to change, optimize, add on, subtract any of these physical services as their supply chains grow. So really when I describe the stored product offering, we refer to it as the cloud supply chain. And what I mean by that is we are bringing the ease of use, the flexibility, the speed that is traditionally only found in cloud software to physical supply chains. So really our mission is to make optimizing and expanding your physical supply chain just as easy as it would be to say, expand your cloud storage when you you run out of space on your Google Drive account or need to add on an additional server with a service like AWS. So now what are folks doing pre-stored? Like how did they handle all these disparate kind of pieces that maybe don't necessarily accommodate each other and play nicely together? Yeah, really great question. So I I kind of break down the history of physical supply chains into three very high level buckets. And admittedly, this is going to be a very abridged history because physical supply chains have existed for as long as we've been moving around goods. But the first stage, really, businesses were looking to their chief supply chain officers to build out their own infrastructure. And so you go back 20, 25 years, and it was very common for businesses to have maybe two, three major warehouses that they own, that they operate themselves, and that serves all of their purposes. And then the kind of next phase of this with the advent of e-commerce and the ever-rising consumer demands for faster delivery, better experience, better visibility, it really pushed these businesses to expand faster than they could otherwise do on their own. And so we go back, you know, 15, 20 years, and we see a massive uptick in the number of businesses that are investing in 3PL partners, which stands for third-party logistics. So to keep up with consumer demands, we see these businesses adding on all of these different 3PL partners and 
you know, it's become very common today and age for a business to have dozens of warehouses handled by many different partners, all of whom are using their own disparate softwares. And, you know, that's great from the perspective of being able to add on capacity, but that's where we really get to this kind of third phase of supply chain management that I think we're really at the precipice of now, where businesses are looking back at this and saying, it's awesome that I've been able to grow out these, these huge networks, but it's becoming a, a pretty big pain point for me to manage all of these different vendors, integrate with all of these different systems. And because of this, a lot of businesses are finding they lack visibility into their supply chain. They lack the ability to optimize. They lack the ability to expand quickly. And so we're seeing a lot of businesses kind of going back to the drawing board and asking themselves the question, how do I design an intelligent supply chain for the next 10, 20 plus years of my business rather than, you know, how do I add on the next incremental piece? And that's really the core thesis behind Stored. that, you know, there's a lot of great players out there that can help you set up a warehouse or help you pick up a new, a new shipping lane. But I really see those actions as being attempts to suppress the symptoms of an inefficient supply chain whereas Stored's mission is to cure the disease of inefficient supply chains by starting from the beginning and saying, all right, let's look at what a business needs, who their partners are, who their customers are, where they are, what they're doing today, and let's build that end-to-end supply chain from the ground up for their needs such that they have all of their different tools connected such that their executives can easily understand what's going on from a single platform And that from that point, whenever comes the time that they need to add on that next warehouse or shift their inventory, they have the ability to do that quickly. Now, how does stored help um, with all these kind of kinks in the chain, in the supply chain that we're hearing about that, you know, from the auto manufacturers where the chips are slowing down the process or um, or the other kind of issues that have come during this volatility that's been in the supply chain through the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And so, uh, you know, there's a a few different forces that come into play that cause these types of, you know, kinks in, in the chain. I think force number one is the shift in, you know, consumer needs and consumer preferences that along with the pandemic, we've had this systemic change where more and more consumers are looking to direct to consumer e-commerce experiences, or even if they're still shopping with some of the major retailers out there, the Targets, the Walmarts, uh, the major grocery stores, more of those purchases are still happening online. And if you think about a, you know, more legacy supply chain that is set up really to get massive amounts of inventory into a select number of partners, it becomes extremely difficult to shift from a world where your supply chain is set up to send, say, a truckload of inventory into a retail partner on a weekly basis, shifting from that to sending out that same amount of inventory, but potentially parsed out across hundreds, maybe thousands of end customers the, the reality is that most supply chains were just not set up for this type of shift. And so for stored, really what we would look to do for a customer like that, that once someone is integrated with stored, they gain the ability 
to quickly add on these additional capacities. So for example, if a, a business is currently fulfilling all of these larger B2B orders out of a single large warehouse per region, they can connect with stored. And what we can do is rapidly give them the capacity to parse that inventory out into several smaller fulfillment centers from which we can quickly trigger out these end-to-consumer deliveries so that, you know, from a business perspective, you're still getting, you know, the best rates and that, you know, maybe you're paying six, seven bucks per shipment from a parcel perspective because your inventory is within one day's reach from a ground shipment from your end customers. So I think really it's that consumer demand, which is one of the major forces that is uh, constraining several traditional supply chains. And then the other big one is just the capacity of the supply chain partners and businesses that a lot of companies are relying on. And so when you build your supply chain around a limited number of carriers or a limited number of freight partners, when you you come to a point where there's a capacity constraint and you're shipping all of your orders through one specific carrier, I won't name anyone because I I don't want to call out anyone or say anyone's better or worse than the other. They're they're all great and serve kind of different purposes. But when you've got all your chips in in one basket and that carrier comes upon capacity constraints, you're you're in this position where in some cases you're out of luck and you're left to quickly scramble and find alternatives. And in reality, most businesses just are not able to move that quickly that they don't have a rapport with the other carriers, they don't have integrations, they don't have business terms. And so it takes this long process to get set up. Whereas when you work with someone like a stored, and let's say, you know, carrier one is strapped for capacity, you know, stored has relationships, has business terms, has strong integrations with many different carriers. So we can very quickly shift your volume onto another carrier or disperse it out across several different carriers, a mix between some of the big global and national carriers and some of the smaller regional carriers that can provide a lot more capacity and more specific services within individual regions. So, you know, when you work with a partner like Stored, we have these relationships, we have these integrations, and we can dynamically optimize the flow of your shipments so that you're not, you know, tied up with one or two carriers. And, you know, when those capacity constraints come, you're prepared. Well, it sounds like Stored's the right solution for the right time. So um, I would imagine the growth is probably pretty strong right now. Can you share a little bit about uh, your roadmap and the future plans? Yeah, absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, it's it's been a roller coaster ride of of growth, and you know it hasn't come without its challenges, but. Um, just extremely happy with what the team's been able to do. And just to shed a little bit of, of context, you know, over the last few years, we've been growing at a rate of 300 plus percent year over year from a revenue perspective. When I look back, uh, you know, two years in time to uh, the end uh, or, you know, middle of 2019, we were uh, under 40 employees. And today we're well north of, of 200. I feel like every week that I come in, I'm doing a new uh, onboarding session and you folks were right up around 215, 220 folks right now. In fact, we, we just added 75 new folks to the team, predominantly all uh, here in Atlanta in the course of Q2. And, you know, we're continuing to 
to grow rapidly and, you know, unpacking a little bit of what goes into that growth. It's not just, you know, we're not just hiring people to hire people We're we're doing it with the goal of providing more value to, to our partners and, and our customers. So to unpack that, I'll, I'll give a very brief history of, you know, stored from inception to stored from today to stored in the future. So really stored started as a warehousing network. So V1 of Stored was we connect with many different warehouses and we help businesses find excess capacity and optimize where they place their their inventory. Stage two of that was adding on our own proprietary software such that we're not just a broker of warehouses that we're able to give you visibility into exactly what's going on in all those warehouses and help you dynamically find the very best places to to place your inventory. Middle of last year, we acquired a freight company called Cove Logistics, which gave us the ability to expand beyond just warehousing as a 3PL service, but also provide freight shipping so that we can offer essentially a port to porch experience. And what I mean by that is, you know, from the point that, you know, inventory comes in uh, to any of the major ports, we can handle everything from getting that to your warehouse, parsing that out to individual fulfillment centers, and then handling that last mile shipping to end consumers or fulfillment into your retail partners. So you're really getting that end-to-end experience. And a lot of the investments that we're making right now are really geared around two things. Number one is improving and continuing to iterate on that software such that customers have even more control and, and visibility that really at the end of the road, we want to have an experience where you know it really is as easy to manage your physical supply chain as it is to move files around in, in your cloud storage. And so we want to have an experience where you know a customer can go into a dashboard app within our platform and click a few buttons and that opens up a new warehouse for them that helps them to parse out their inventory more effectively. So we've been making a lot of investments in, in hiring across our product and engineering teams. And then Subsequently, another big area of of investment for us has been our physical supply chain and warehouse excellence team that, you know, for us, we have grown far beyond just being someone that helps you find the best warehouses. We don't want to just say, hey, here's the optimal place to put your your inventory. We want to make sure that in that location, that warehouse is running at optimal efficiency, is ahead of the curve in terms of technology and best practices. So investing in cutting edge warehouse management systems, leveraging artificial intelligence to improve efficiency within those warehouses, investing in robotics to speed up the fulfillment capacity. And so we've been adding quite a few people to our supply chain team with the goal of making sure that you know anywhere where our customers' inventory is, regardless of where in the country it sits and uh, which warehouse it's in, that they're getting that very much best in class uh, experience. And, you know, like I said, we've added 75 folks just in the last quarter and, you know, we're well on pace to keep hiring at that rate and, you know, knock on wood, you know, the books are certainly not closed for 2021, but we're, we're certainly on pace and, and projecting, you know, at a minimum similar growth of, you know, 300 ish percent year over year revenue growth continuing into 2021 and onwards. 
Because you touch so many different parts of the supply chain, um, what does your customers look like? Do you have an ideal customer or do people kind of plug into stored depending on what their specific needs are? Yeah, really great question. So in the longer term vision, we really do see ourselves as being a solution for really any business with a physical supply chain. So that can be retail, that can be manufacturing, that can be e-commerce, that can be omni-channel businesses that are you know, playing on, on in multiple different places, both B2B and, and B2C. Today, we definitely are focused on kind of the mid-market and larger segment. I think that, you know, right now our our focus is refining our capabilities and our optimization capabilities with larger customers and continuing to to gain volume. I mean, admittedly, we're we're growing as fast as as we can, but we're not quite at the capacity right now where we can support, you know, some of these individual Shopify sellers or or smaller SMB e-commerce merchants. So right now, really, our, our focus is folks who who are in that mid-market to to enterprise segment and have complex enough supply chains where this level of of optimization can provide the the most value. But over the long run, as we continue to grow and continue to build out our partnerships and continue to uh, scale out our volume, we do anticipate being able to bring this offering further down market and provide, you know, that same type of experience to even the smallest businesses. So folks who might just be kind of getting started and just opening up their their first store on a platform like like Shopify or, or other e-commerce channels. But today, we we really see ourselves as being unique in the sense that a lot of 3PL companies will specialize in B2C, so traditionally direct-to-consumer e-commerce shipping and warehousing, or B2B warehousing and fulfillment, and stored is is set up inherently to be equally as adept to supporting both both use cases. So we're we're really capable of supporting you, whether your business is entirely e-commerce or B2C, entirely B2B or or a mix between the two. And we found that a lot of our customers are sitting in that omni-channel space and they find us to be an attractive solution because other partners that they might look towards in addition to not having the connective tissue that Stored does, they really specialize in one or the other and they can't get that same high quality uniform experience across the board. So uh, what do you need more of? How could we help? You mentioned talent. You've mentioned um, kind of this explosive growth. Um, are you looking for investors? I know you just recently closed a new Series C, I believe. Um, what do you need more of? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm biased. And, you know, on, on a day-to-day basis, it feels like, you know, we're, we're trying to climb Mount Everest every day, but progressively making, making progress. So a little bit of everything. But if I had, you know, one request, it, it very much is talent that, you know, we have the technology, we have the strategy, we have the, the partners. And right now, I think the, the biggest factor that can help us even further accelerate the growth is, bringing on, you know, the best and brightest folks, both here in in Atlanta, but 
Um, we also have employees remote uh, across the country and, and internationally. So really finding the, the best talent, um, you know, very selfishly speaking, uh, my, my day job, I head up the, the marketing team here, and I'm certainly in the process of, of hiring several different folks. So certainly a, a call to any and all uh, top tier marketers. Uh, I'd love to chat with you personally, but moreover, I can't think of a single team across store that isn't in search of, of great talent right now. So whether that be product management, engineering, our physical supply chain team, which is broken down into a freight team, a warehousing and fulfillment team, and then a data team that oversees all of the integrations across these, these tools, um, our sales team, our HR team that you know, if if you're someone who's looking to, you know, jump on this rocket ship and help us really redefine the future of, of supply chain and bring that cloud-like speed and agility to a admittedly fairly age-old industry, um, regardless of what your specialization is, there's an opportunity here at Stored. Um, we're just stored.com, S-T-O-R-D.com. And we've got kind of all of our open listings on the site and definitely encourage anyone who's, who's out there in the market or considering making a change, giving us a look and, you know, whether it be me or, or someone else on our team, we'd love to chat with you. Well, Mario, congratulations on all the success. And thank you so much for sharing your story today. Awesome. Well, I, I'm thrilled that, uh, had the opportunity to join and really great questions, Lee. And, uh, Glad that uh, we could chat. You have a wonderful weekend. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. To learn more and get your first month free, go to onpay.com. Oh,